Welcome to The Hold Room with ACC, a quick update on all things relating to airport development as well as the Airport Consultants Council. This episode is part of a new passenger experience series hosted by ACC's Terminal and Facilities Committee. In this series, we are collecting the experiences and perspectives of different types of users of the airport passenger terminal including business travelers, leisure travelers, airport executives, airport, airline, TSA, and concession staff, and airport consultant staff, to name a few. For more information on this series and the hosts, go back and give the first episode a listen to. Frank is in the hold room this week with Laura and Max. Listen to what Fran has to say as a pilot for a major airline regarding traveling during the pandemic and the outlook for the years ahead. Welcome back to The Hold Room. Today we have the pilot with a major U.S. airline. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, thanks for having me. We're very happy to have you. I think just to get started, could you tell us a little bit about yourself and how long you've been in the industry? I have been in the industry for about 20 years. I do work for one of the major U.S. airlines. I was laid off for about seven years of that, so my experience, you know, is a little less than 20, but currently I fly international wide body, but I've spent a lot of time here in the domestic market too in the U.S., so I'm flying every week. Glad to have you uh, taking us through the skies safely. How has the pandemic affected you, either in your job or if you've been able to travel on your own? I think the airline industry has really experienced one of the greatest effects of COVID. I know this is no surprise to everyone, but we air travel shut down significantly. I think we had lost 90% of the air travel. So what that meant for, for me was we were flying less. Lots of flights were canceled. Luckily, they didn't get laid off, but there was a lot of uncertainty among the employee groups in the airline industry. And it really has changed the flying that we've done. Speaking just from the international side, all last year I was flying cargo flights. We are a passenger carrier, but because passengers weren't allowed into many of the destinations we served, they would just send three pilots and a plane full of cargo. And that was, to my knowledge, the first time that we had done anything like that. And and all of the major U.S. airlines were doing that. So it was kind of an interesting time. How was the experience flying cargo as opposed to other humans? Was that anything different or did it feel any different to you? It did feel different to us because we would not take flight attendants with us. We were operating out of cargo locations, remote locations on the airport, and it would just be the three pilots on board. So we were able to leave the door open. It was a little more relaxed as far as flight deck versus cabin security, just because there was no one else on the plane. So it was interesting. I I learned a lot, actually. It was very interesting to see all those international airports that were completely empty. I mean, sad, but it was a side of the industry I had not seen before. So have you transitioned back to passengers and or... Okay, good. And how has passenger flying changed in the last year and a half? Well, I think now that we're starting to see the uptick of passenger flying, and in fact, I would say like the last three months, flights have been 
not just full, but over full. Like there are folks waiting to get on every flight. But I think the biggest thing would be masking, to be honest, which we mask all the time, especially when we're in, in public view. And anytime we're in uniform, we are in masks. And then we, we also wear masks behind the door if the crew chooses to do so. I would say the masking is probably the biggest change. I know we've, I think this is across the board. They've stopped serving alcohol on flights, but I haven't seen, I know there's a lot of media coverage about uh, misbehaving passengers, but I fly a lot as a passenger because I don't live where I, where I work. So I have to go back and forth to work in the back. And honestly, I feel like it's a little more cordial back there, to be honest. I feel like people are a little more polite, a little more quiet and so that's kind of been an interesting observation. My experience has not been what I have seen or read in the papers. Yeah, there's definitely a availability bias. You know, the media will certainly inflate those kind of extreme stories when that is absolutely not the norm. Most of the time, people are just trying to get to where they need to go, and they're trying to do their best to comply with the rules as best they can. But occasionally you do get those people. But it's, you know, it's a good thing that they're certainly in the minority and that you haven't experienced them yourself. I agree. I mean, it's going to be in the, it, it's newsworthy. It is. So I totally get that. Mostly, I have been pleasantly surprised by how pleasant passenger travel has been. Everyone's just trying to get where they want to go safely. So everybody gets it. And it's been pretty relaxed as far as I have seen. That's wonderful. Yeah, I, I was actually going to be one of my follow-up questions is, you know, have you seen any changes in behavior? And so it's good to hear that the experience that you've had has not been quite what the media has put out or emphasized for that matter. Do you know, I mean, the no alcohol policy, was that in place because of some of the behavior that certain passengers have exuded? I think so. But I honestly don't know that for sure. But I would assume that's what's behind it. And in fact, like the one time that I can remember, I did have a, I mean, it's just too strong of a word. You know, I was sitting next to someone that was not having a good time. Let's just put it that way. And it was definitely because that individual was pounding drinks from the second we got on board. This was a while ago. So it can, you know, it happens. Yeah. So are there any changes at airports that you've seen that have excited you throughout this process or after now that um, passengers are coming back? What it seems to me is that airports did a good job of finding the silver lining in the slowdown of travel, because I feel like as I travel now around that airports have made their like infrastructure improvements uh, during this time off. Like I've seen improvements to restrooms, to, well, for instance, DCA, I know they have a new terminal and I think they're ahead of schedule. I mean, don't quote me on that, but I think they're ahead of schedule with that. So, and I've seen that around that airports, I think, saw an opportunity to get some infrastructure work done and they have moved forward on that. So that's kind of nice to see. It's usually that's a real mess when you have full airports and then they're closing off three bathrooms in a row and then you know everybody's like trying to hike down and it can be problematic. I think that was a smart move for airports to take advantage of that time. Yeah it's definitely a lot easier to maintain continuity of operations when you don't have people moving in and out of a restroom constantly. This is actually something that we've talked to a lot of our other podcast guests about you know have they been able to accelerate some of their capital projects. Mostly our you know we've been talking to our airport uh, guests about the about that. And some of them have said that some of the projects have been able to get accelerated. You mentioned DCA. I, I think you're right. I think they did complete ahead of schedule. But some other people that we've had on the podcast have said that they weren't able to accelerate anything. And the reason is because of the drop in funding that came in from decreased uh-huh. passenger flows. 
it's I think it's like if you have your funding already in place for projects, then yeah, you can go ahead and accelerate it because you don't have to worry about, you know, how we're going to accommodate all these people. But if it's a project you're trying to start from scratch or a project that you don't have all the funding for, I think it, it seems to be that those are harder to kind of accelerate in light of the pandemic. And that makes perfect sense. If you could make one suggestion for improving the passenger experience, what would it be? I think, <laughs> having been in many, many, many airports the last 20 years, have a nice restroom. I feel that, and granted, I probably have to take the airline part out of it because, you know, that's a, a constant for me. But I just think if you have nice restrooms, it makes your day. And everybody uses a restroom, right? So I'm going to put this out there while I have the chance. Doors open out on the stalls. Open the doors out because it is so hard when you're dragging luggage or kids or whatever to get into that little teeny tiny stall when the door opens inside. So, and, and I feel like that's something everybody could do a little bit. So that's what I would say. Nice bathrooms, please. That's awesome. I know an airport manager and every time she goes to a new airport, the first thing she does is she looks at the bathrooms and more likely than not, one of the first projects is to update the bathrooms. For exactly yes. that reason, people judge airports by something that we all visit. So I'm glad you said that. That's awesome. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I have seen some really cool things recently coming in. There's one, they have now put lights, an individual light above every stall that's either red or green. So you never have to wonder or look under the floor and see if there's feet. So that's awesome. And then a lot of places are putting these really flat sinks. You know, they have an individual no-touch faucet and then soap and then the hand dryer right there. And it's like this long trough sink. I love it. Good job, guys. Keep it up. But the doors opening out is so huge. It's so huge. I agree. I have two children and even before kids, like just, yeah, there is barely enough room when you open the door between where you need to go. It's just a carry on and you're still struggling oh, yeah. so hard. Yeah. I love that. We'll definitely <laughs> want to share that information. Doors open outward. Out. <laughs> oh, great. So uh, in general, what does a positive passenger experience mean for you? I would say a positive passenger experience for me as a pilot would be getting you safely to your destination. And in the bigger picture, hopefully you'll come back and fly our airline again. And I know there's a lot that goes into it. It's not just it's the plane. It's the other passengers, it's the employees of the airline, it's the airport you're in, it's the bathrooms, it's all of, you know, those experience make it, but, and it's something so little that could make someone have a negative experience. And it feels like we have to work very hard to try to have positive experiences. So, so I would say getting people there safely is kind of where I'm going. That's my primary mission, but we try to smile along the way and see if that helps. I love that. I mean, the smile can make such a big difference. And even with masks on now, you can tell when somebody has a positive demeanor about them, which is nice to be able to see. I always feel like anytime I travel and you can tell that the crew is having a good time, it makes it so much better for everyone around you, because even if you're having a bad day, that is going to perk you up and that's going to make the experience better, even if it's just the normal Snacks or no snacks, kind of flight, right? It just, it helps. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree. I always try to do, if I'm sitting in the back, which as I mentioned, I do a lot. If I'm in uniform, 100%, you know, I'm always trying to be an ambassador and, and uh, answer questions. People ask questions and you answer the questions and 
always look happy because there's a lot of people that are afraid to fly. So they're looking right at you anytime they hear a noise or go through a little bit of chop or something. Hopefully we can all do our part. Thank you so much for joining us in the hold room. We've had a wonderful conversation and we're so glad that you could be with us today. Thank you. I really enjoyed talking with you and hope to see you at the airport sometime. Thanks for joining us in the hold room for this special podcast series exploring the new passenger experience. You can find more from this series on the ACC Training Hub. That's training.acconline.org backslash the dash hold dash room or wherever you get your podcasts, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, etc. Follow us for more content from the Airport Consultants Council. You can support this podcast by leaving a rating or review and by telling your friends and colleagues about the podcast. Thanks again. Thanks again.